Now before we get into this video, do you not see this? Do you not see the new merch that I have on Bonfire? Click the link in my bio, or if you're watching this on YouTube, click it in the description box below and get some merch. Come on, master thyself. Who doesn't want to master themselves? Not, listen, the only way that you're going to become who you want to be is to master yourself. And what better way to let people know who you are than to rep the merch. All right. So click in the link in my bio or go to my description box and get some merch. All right. Now let's get into it. All right. What's good, everybody? So if you're a first time listener of my podcast and of this YouTube channel, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like the video up. And when you get done watching this video, you can share this with other people because we're about to get into some very well in depth information. Now, I have my phone right here so that I can keep pace of what we're going to talk about. Hopefully that we don't get too much into it. It's kind of nippy outside. It's a little cool. But at the same time, you know, I got to rip the merch in just in case it gets a little warm. I got the sleeves up. All right. But like I said, make sure you like the video. First time listener and viewer, subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you follow me on Spotify. Apologies for sounds outside that are out of my control. Whether you hear a, I don't know if that's a truck, whatever it is, <laughs> hear trucks. You hear people mowing their lawn, a train even. I live out in the country, so it is what it is, right? But I wanted to try out, you know, recording out here, recording in 4K. You, you, you heard me correctly, 4K, you know? And a lot of people, they don't know what I look like from the waist down. Some do. Yeah, you know what, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Some do, but... Some people don't know what I look like from the shoulder down. And you know, whatever type of opportunity that I'm gonna to find to record myself in this manner, I'm gonna do it, all right? So, let's get into it. We're gonna be talking about the middle path, the back road that no one dares to walk. And we're gonna be dealing with this in two different scenarios, right? So I'm gonna try and deal with this from a perspective of talking about religion. We're gonna be talking about spirituality, we're going to be talking about different levels of consciousness and we're going to bring them back to the fellas because I, I, I feel like I've been leaving y'all out just a little bit, <laughs> even though I tried to bring it back home because, mind you, majority of my platform and my audience are men. All right. So if it ever feels like whenever I talk about the divine feminine and all this other type of stuff that I seem to forget about the divine masculine or some some men even think that I'm simping to women or I'm trying to get some poom poom, whatever the case is. Majority of my audience is men. So when I talk about the divine feminine, I'm not catering to the women. I'm educating the men. All right. So I need you to get that in your in your head that whenever I talk about the divine feminine is not to pamper to women it's to educate men. A lot of us, we we don't have the understanding. A lot of us, we don't have the knowledge concerning the basis of you know, getting 
uh, getting in tune with the divine feminine and understanding the divine feminine because most of us we have this religious mindset that we were raised that we got from the church concerning the basis of the the mother goddess we just know about the father god and you know the black man's god and all those other type of stuff and we failed to acknowledge the goddess you know so that's why i talk about you know feminine energy and the kundalini and shekinah and kali and ishtar and heather and inanna and ishtar Oshun, Yamaya, I could go on and on and on. All right, my girl Pompajira, I always got to shout her out whenever I get the chance to. So, let's get into the basis of this conversation. First and foremost, I always talk about this, that the purpose for you on this earth is to do without will. That does not mean that you have to um, live recklessly or live chaotically all the way. This means that you are supposed to live on this earth to fulfill your purpose, all right? That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That also corresponds to the body and the mind. So when it comes to doing what thou wilt, you have to understand that you have a purpose on this earth, all right? So Gnosticism teaches that this world that we live in is an illusion. You know, you, you learn from the matrix, this is an illusion. This is something that... Um, some people say that we project other people say that you know there are few people who are behind the curtains if you learn from the Wizard of Oz you know there's an Oz behind the curtains there are people behind the scenes this world is what I like to call a ballroom alright and so you have to play the game you have to play your role and you also have to be an observer alright you can't be so simple in a flock to be pawns to be a circus act, to be a minstrel show to the masses, to the population, and to those who are in the higher ups or in the powers that we call the elites, the naughty, whatever the case may be. So, getting to the basis of this conversation, there is light, there is darkness, there is good, and there is evil. Now, let me do the, the hand gestures, and I know this might seem a little satanic for you, alright? Let me get ready for it. As above, so below, as within, so without, as the universe, so is the soul. This is nothing bad. This might be seen as something evil, but this is nothing bad here. This is scientific. This is your own science. This is alchemy. As above, so below. All right, and within this world, you have to study the law of correspondence. You have to study that everything has a, a, a good and evil, a, a light and darkness, a white and black. There's always going to be two sides of the same coin, two wings of the same falcon or eagle or bird, whatever the case is. There's always going to be a left hand and a right hand path. There's always going to be, you know, two opposites, you know. But also at the same time, duality also can be subjective as well. You know, and that's where you get into the basis of what we call a false dichotomy. Because there is no just right or wrong. You know, there's many different perspectives and angles to what we perceive as truth. So, concerning the basis of the conversation of light and darkness, we also have this difficulty of trying to understand good and evil. And most of us, we have this perception through religion that we're supposed to grab a hold of light instead of you know, also aligning the darkness, you know, and if you, I don't know if you see my shadow, 
but we have to align our shadow self align our darkness with the light you know so when you hear Jesus talk about get behind me Satan he's not casting away Satan he's not telling Satan to to beat it all right he's not telling Satan to uh, be gone if you and we get into the basis of comedic mythology when you deal with the basis of Haru and Set there's one particular version of the story where they're the same person so when you see Haru Set you are seeing get behind me Satan alright now the reason why Satan is behind you you ever see like warriors when they're about to fight and there's somebody behind them so that they're fighting over here and, and the other person's fighting behind them and usually you typically see this with a man and a woman now this is subliminal and this is also a culture because the woman represents the yang energy and the man represents the yin energy right if I, if I got that correctly I think yin is yin is black right <laughs> I should know these things because I'm I'm into the occult stuff right I apologize yin and yang let me fact check myself alright so yes yang is is white alright yin is black alright so excuse me yin is feminine yang is masculine alright so whenever you see subliminally in certain movies where it'll be a woman warrior and a man warrior or um, a woman soldier and a black uh, a man soldier this is yin and yang so you see this Haru set type of negotiation or does this uh, Haru set type of interaction or companionship going on and that's the same thing that's happening when Jesus says get behind me Satan he's not casting away Satan he's making Satan his companion because nobody's gonna have your back like your demons alright so many people talk about fighting your demons so many people talk about you know uh, slaying the beast and killing the flesh and killing your ego and all this other type of stuff and you have to understand figure of speech in these metaphors you're not supposed to kill the flesh <laughs> not necessarily you're not supposed to be fighting your demons right where it tells you in the Bible we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and high places all that type of stuff you're not supposed to be fighting your demons essentially when you get to a certain you know a, a certain level of information now for the babes for the for the people who are into the fundamental basis of this information this knowledge you're you're getting to a point where you have to fight against the flesh you you have to have this this mentality where you have to abstain from certain things right but when you are advanced when you know the rules as one of my teachers said back in college once you know the rules you can break them so when it comes to the basis of you mastering your shadow self when it comes to the basis of you interacting with your demons you're supposed to compromise with them you're supposed to get to know them you're supposed to befriend them you're supposed to find a a, a middle ground with them you're not supposed to cast them off you're not supposed to push them away this is getting to the basis of you knowing thyself in order for you to know thyself you have to enter into darkness you have to dwell in darkness embrace darkness to come to the light light cannot shine unless it's in darkness you cannot find the torch unless you are within darkness 
and and don't get it misconstrued when it comes to the basis of light and darkness you also have to understand that with light and darkness you also have to understand that if you go too far into the light you blind yourself right that's why you need shade you need darkness so when it comes to the basis of light and darkness you also have to understand that in this perception of light and darkness if you're too far into darkness, you go blind, you go ignorant. So when it concerns the basis of light and darkness, if you go too far into darkness, you go blind, you can't see. If you go too far into the light, you go blind, you can't see. That's why there has to be a middle ground. There has to be a middle passage. So when you look at yin and yang, there's three different pathways which you see in yin and yang. There's the right-hand path, right hand path <laughs> there's the right hand path there's the left hand path and then there's the middle passage so when you're dealing with yin and yang right hand path left hand path and the middle passage now the middle passage is the pathway we're all supposed to be walking the middle passage is where you are basically wielding light and darkness all right and so when you wield light and darkness you become the demonstrator now this is a concept that i created myself this is a revelation that i created or that i that i received when it concerns the basis of you becoming the light barrier so when it concerns the basis of you being the light bearer i said barrier didn't i this is when it this is what I received this revelation of becoming the demonstrator when I received the revelation of becoming the light bearer, the light bringer. So when it concerns the basis of you bearing the light, this is when Jesus talks about that you are the light of the world, right? And that the light of the body is the eye, talking about your pineal gland. And when it concerns the basis of you wielding your light, when it concerns the basis of you becoming the light of the world, you become the demonstrator. This is when you align your darkness, you align your shadow self, and you align it with your higher self. Jesus walking uh, or, or riding on the donkey, um, a knight riding on his horse or riding on a, on a dragon. This is when your higher self is aligning with his darker self or the beast self. This is when you're dealing with your higher self that's controlling or taming the beast, right? This does not mean that you have limitations or boundaries over the beast, but you control the beast. You have access and power. You have access to the hidden power and potential of the beast. Right. I remember I saw in my comment section recently where somebody said that the lower self is useless. Your lower self isn't useless. Otherwise, you wouldn't be controlled by it so much. And being controlled by the lower self doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you inferior. It means that you lack the knowledge to have control over your lower self. You lack the knowledge to have the potential or, or to realize the hidden potential of your power. Instead of being controlled by your darkness all the time, you should learn how to wield darkness, right? It's kind of like when you're playing a video game, you have to learn how to play with the controllers and, and learn the, the certain buttons. Now you can click all the buttons, all the type of stuff and do all these miraculous combos and, and all this other type of stuff, right? But you become better when you understand what you're clicking. You become better when you understand the combos that you're hitting. Right. I'd rather fight with somebody that doesn't know what they're doing than fight with somebody who do know what they're doing. Right. So when it concerns the basis of, you know, 
with the control is the same thing with the concerns light and darkness and energy a lot of people see what I said the train <laughs> with the concerns the basis of you wielding light and darkness you have to you have to be mindful of the energies that you are participating in and this concerns religion as well a lot of people they tap into you know prophecies and, and visions and healing the sick and all this other type of stuff right some people they have seen visions they they've thought that God was talking to them and all this other type of stuff but they fail to realize that they are unconsciously tapping into their own energy they are subconsciously tapping into the energy to the God that's within themselves but they've called it Yahweh or Yahuwah for other people they've called it Brahma and and enter into the third heaven with, with the, the Buddhists, they call it Nirvana, whatever the case may be, right? So these things we just have to be aware of. That's a big truck. <laughs> I'm gonna just wait a minute because I don't know if it's interacting with the, the mic. So when it concerns the basis of you know this energy a lot of people when they like in religion we have different perceptions we have different expressions for these things but some of us we we let our ego get in the way and ego can participate in the light and it can participate into the darkness and both can be stubborn right if you go too far into darkness you feel like you live in wild you live in free you doing whatever you want so when somebody comes to you with some order or some organization you feel like that they're trying to control you you feel like that they're trying to put you in a box and whatever the case is so your ego gets in the way and say nah I'm gonna do whatever I want I'm a I'm gonna do me I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that what you're saying is hoopla when you're dealing with the people in the light same thing happens but this this is and vice versa so what happens when people are into the light and people in the darkness say like yo you need to loosen up a little bit like you need to liberate yourself. You need to stop holding yourself down to these to these limitations, to these boundaries. You keep placing yourself in a box. You keep thinking that it's just this way and that way when there's more to life than just the way that you perceive things. And they fail to realize that life coexists in light and darkness. <laughs> you cannot have good without evil. There is no Batman without the Joker. There is no God without the devil. I want y'all, for those who are who are watching, please watch The School of Good and Evil because it shows you that good and evil have to coexist together. There's always going to be this continuous battle or this continuous companionship between good and evil, light and darkness. And once we get rid of this religious perception of good and evil, you'll understand that good and evil isn't just really, it's not just really good and evil, they're polarities. You know, they're energies that have to coexist, that have to be utilized and also invoked and also um, they, they have to be utilized and, and invoked and used for your advantage and for certain things to be done in this world. You know, you have to use that darkness to destroy. You have to use the lightness to create. You have to use that darkness to get malicious. You have to use that, that light to be patient to be sober, to be in control. But sometimes you want to lash out. Sometimes you have that rage. Sometimes you have to go seek for justice. So you have that darkness. 
And so you utilize light and darkness to become the demonstrator, to become the best version of yourself. You can't just cast away the darkness and you can't just, you know, shelter yourself from the light all your life. You have to utilize both energies. So some people, when, when they hear about the darkness, when they hear about, oh, I need to liberate myself or you need to liberate yourself or why you keep holding yourself down to this, just this God or this book. You need to exp uh, expand your perception and your views in this world. They, they think that, oh, you just want me to go wild and free. Like you ever try to tell people like you don't need to hold yourself down to a God or to a Bible and they perceive it as, oh, you just want me to, to run free. You just want me to just go crazy and live recklessly and, and just do whatever, do whatever I want with my life. Or oh, that's, that's, that's satanic. That's demonic. That's evil. You ever hear people tell you that? <laughs> that's the same thing and vice versa with people who are in the dark. So you also have to understand there are levels to consciousness. So when it concerns people who are, who just can't really grasp or, or gain hold, whether they're in the light or in the darkness, whether they're you know, out there partying every night or going to church every Sunday. Both are equally ignorant <laughs> until they, they reach that potential of the aha moment of, of knowing thyself. You know, when they become the knower, then they can really walk that middle path. But until then, you're always going to have some people who are, who are going to continue to walk the left hand path and some people who are going to continue to walk the right hand path. Or, you, you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> You're always going to have people who are going to walk the life that they want to live. So, when it concerns the basis of energy, and let me just go back to my notes because hopefully I'm not off the course. You have to walk the middle passage. Let me, let's get back on schedule. <laughs> You have to walk the middle passes, the forests that are full of beasts, the wolves, the fairies, the witches. So whenever you see in, in certain movies, and it's in every movie, whether it's walking through a forest or walking that long journey to the dragon or, or walking that long path to see the wizard, you know, the golden path. Walk to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of all this type of stuff, right? It's in every movie, it's in every story, this middle path. So you to, to truly be the master, to truly be the, the avatar, the chosen one, you have to walk the middle passage, right? In order for Anakin to be the chosen one, he had to be Darth Vader. You have to walk both paths, right? And you're going to get a sense of both paths by walking the middle passage. Now, the middle passage is only for few people. I need you to understand that, right? Some people, they, they think that when it concerns the left-hand path, and the left-hand path is usually or typically with the occult, right? So when it concerns the left-hand path, some people think that only very few people can walk the left-hand path. And in some cases, that is true. But the left-hand path is not just talking about the occult. The, the occult is when you can yield or, or when you can yield both energies. The, le the, the, the true occult path, the hidden path, is when you can walk the middle path. Right. Because when you see yin and yang, nobody's really paying attention to this middle passage. Right. They're not they're not paying no mind to that. That's the true hidden path. That's the true occult. Now, when you're dealing with the left hand path, you're dealing with the sinister path. You're dealing with darkness. You're dealing with what's hidden, all that type of stuff. And I understand that. Right. 
So when you're dealing with the left-hand path, typically is seen as the occult. But just there were just this different perception here, right? <laughs> when you're dealing truly with the left-hand, or when you're truly dealing with the occult, you're dealing with the middle passage, right? And most people can't walk that middle passage because they both have to utilize both aspects of themselves. And most people just can't do that. It's bad enough when people are in the light and they try to go into darkness because some people just can't do that shadow work. Some people are too scared. Certain symbols, certain perceptions, certain traumas, past experiences, all that type of stuff, right? And then they have to go through family and the family looking at them weird and then their friends get looking at them weird. Now, friends are cutting them off, all this type of stuff, right? <laughs> Ego might get in the way all this type of stuff so some people just can't walk that left hand path some people just can't walk that middle passage so when it concerns the basis of these energies that's why some people they stay into the light some people they just stay into darkness because to truly walk that middle passage right where it talks about in the bible narrow is the path to the kingdom that's that narrow path that it's talking about so when it's talking about narrow is the way to the kingdom and and very few people are going to enter this, this, this narrow pathway to the kingdom is this narrow pathway to knowing thyself. When it talks about, you know, many are called but few are chosen, only very few people can walk this middle passage. Only very few people can really know themselves enough to yield light and darkness. That's why there's only one avatar. That's why there's only one chosen one, right? That's why there's only a handful of Power Rangers. Only very few people can really access this type of information. So we're walking the left-hand path. Okay. Make sure this is right, cause uh, <laughs> I had to stop it for a second cause the battery was going low. So I had to switch out the battery. But like I was saying before, when walking the left-hand path, very few people can really walk the left-hand path because a lot of people can't really face both light and darkness and they can't really yield both light and darkness. So some people, they rather just stay into the light, be a good fervent Christian, or some people rather stay into darkness and even to the terms of being occult or being sinister, you know, it's, it's to the point where they just live in straight chaos. You know, they live straight chaos, YOLO, <laughs> all this other type of stuff. Like they just want to live how they want to live. You know, if they go out with a bang, they go out with a bang. You know, those people that want to live in like Larry and all, all this other type of stuff. Right. That's that's when it's concerned the basis of that. But anyways, so something else I wanted to deal with when it concerns this middle passage, right, is that a lot of people, you get it to a level of consciousness where you can learn from everybody. And so that's where it concerns the basis of omniism. Omniism is basically when you learn from everybody. It's when you can learn from all the, the generic religions in the world. You can learn from all the spiritual systems, from Buddhism to Hinduism to Taoism, Confucianism. You can learn all different perceptions of philosophies, all different perceptions of spiritual, scientific. I mean, red pill, blue pill, black pill. Like, <laughs> you can learn from everybody. You can learn from mother, father, your son, your daughter. You can learn from animals. You can learn from, from insects. This is that's what omniism is. So when it concerns the basis of becoming omniist, you're dealing with the basis of you utilizing the things that you learn 
from different people, from different religions, from different systems. And you utilize these things to become the best version of yourself. It's kind of like going to school. The best example that I always use, you go to school and you learn the four major curriculums, math, science, social studies, language arts, right? Or math, science, social studies, and in history. So when it concerns the basis of you becoming omniest, there's levels to this. So some people, they can't learn from everybody. Some people are just too pro-black. <laughs> They're so pro-black that I remember I shared this video once of this Chinese woman telling women of how to keep their man happy. Like, if you want to keep your man happy, you know, um, make his make his dingling hard and not his life, you know, and, and all this other type of stuff. And there was just so many people in the comment section that thought that I was catering to Asian women or that I had a thing for Asian women now or that I had a thing for non-black women now because I shared this particular post this particular post where this Asian woman was speaking facts. This woman was speaking, this, this woman was hitting bars, all right? This woman was, was, was spitting bars on this reel. It had to be no more than like 10 seconds. And yet people in the comment section, I thought you was pro-black. I thought you was for the people. I thought you liked black women. I I didn't know you was like this. You you. Uh, what's an Asian woman gonna tell me? An Asian woman gonna tell me how to be, how to cater to my man? All this hoopla. It was ridiculous. It was terrible to even have to try. I didn't even try, right? People in my comments section like, yo, you bugging. Like, why are you even coming at this man like this? You know what he's about. You see his platform. All he posts is black women. And you, you just starting all this ruckus. And for what? For what? Don't make sense whatsoever. It doesn't make sense. So an aspect of, of consciousness, right? When you reach certain levels, when you reach to the advanced levels of consciousness, you can learn from everybody. It doesn't matter if they're black, white, Hispanic, Asian. It doesn't matter what face that they share. It doesn't matter what face that they have or persona that they have. You can learn from everybody, from the homeless man down the block, to the crackhead that, that's outside your, your, your local store. <laughs> you can learn from the one. The one comes in many different faces and come in many different personas. Some people, I have some uh, pro-black people who come on my page and they can't even learn from you know the Luciferian doctrine because they think that's some white people stuff. Some people, they think that they can't learn from Norse mythology or, or from a Marvel comic or from a DC comic because they think it's white people stuff and some people they just haven't developed this consciousness or this understanding of who they are they haven't developed this this level of consciousness in terms of understanding that everything connects with you everything I mean the trees that you see behind me the grass the sun the sky every form of consciousness every form of of Anything concerning your science, your, your, your powers, your spirituality, all the gods, all the goddesses, every form of mythology derives from you, whether you want to believe it or not. Not every particular concept down to the nitty gritty, not everything specifically and, and technical, you know, you ain't got to get technical with it, but everything derives from you. When you really dig down deep 
on everything that's that's great and mighty, you're always going to see black. <laughs> and we'll just leave it at that. All right. But that is that is a, a big stage of, of consciousness where you can learn from those that you oppose, you know, your your adversaries or your opponents or your enemies, whatever the case may be. Right. And when you get to another stage of consciousness, you know, the white man isn't even going to be your enemy. The white man isn't your enemy. The enemy is the one that you see in the mirror every single day. Your enemy is the one that holds you back from reaching your 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 main potentials in life. It's not the white man. It's not a race of people. It's not a certain system. First, it's yourself. Then you deal with the one outside of yourself. And once you deal with the enemy within yourself, as a, as the an ancient proverb says in in Africa, once you deal with the enemy within, you don't have any enemies outside of yourself. You get to a level in a stage of consciousness to where once you attack the enemy within yourself, once you understand who you truly are and you find your hidden potentials, you can find your way out of anything. You can find your way out of anything. And, and if you put down these limitations, well, you say that, but, but I can't do this if they say this and I can't do this if they say that, or I can't do this if they do, you're putting down limitations. See, and it's like, for an example, when we're dealing with the Kyrie Irving situation or dealing with the Kanye West situation, people made this a big issue about how they couldn't talk about these set of people or that set of people. And people didn't ask the question on, does it even matter to talk about these people? <laughs> you know, why are you so focused on whether or not you can even talk about them? And I understand the basis of the conversation on freedom of speech and having the right to say this and that. But when you really get down to the nitty gritty, right? And these set of people say that you can't talk about them in this manner. Does it matter? You know what I'm saying? Like, you really have to ask that question. Like, does it really matter to ask or to even talk about these sets of people? So these are things that you just need to keep in mind. Now, you get to another state of uh, another stage of consciousness. A quote from Bob Dylan, I'm going to paraphrase it, that you need to learn to understand rather than to criticize, right? And a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of us, we like to criticize people, we like to judge people, we like to critique people and, and point fingers and judge and condemn and shame people just because that their perception on life might be different from our perception in life. And see, these are the things that we have to be aware of and learn to resolve and learn to you know, do better at because when it concerns the basis of critiquing and understanding, you have to learn to meet somebody halfway rather than to let your ego get in the way. Because I've talked about this in many videos before that when it concerns the basis of the ego, the ego will completely destroy relationships, friendships, opportunities, all type of stuff, right? So is it like that Kendra Lamar song with pride? Pride will put your own life at risk, you know, because you want to talk so much or or you feel like you got to prove yourself or whatever the case is. So when it concerns the basis of of ego, you have to lay your ego aside. Not saying that you should suppress your ego or, or even kill the ego. The, the basis of your ego is for you to learn about who you truly are. The basis of, of your ego is for you to have an identity, 
for you to have a persona, for you to know yourself, right? That's when it concerns the basis of your ego. So you're never supposed to push away your ego. You're never supposed to kill your ego, right? You're supposed to be in alignment with your ego. You're supposed to put your ego in alignment with these polarities of light and darkness, right? So when it concerns the basis of understanding people, right? This is when it, you know, going back to what we was talking about before, when it concerns like learning from different people, learning from different stages or different sets of consciousness, you know, you have to learn to meet people halfway. You have to learn to understand people and even to, to go out of your way to understand somebody, even if they come at you harsh, right? Somebody might come at you harsh the wrong way and just you, you know, having the ability to basically resolve the whole situation, resolve the whole disagreement, to resolve any harsh feelings towards whatever the case may be, right? Because I'm going to deal with women, right? Fellas, we know how women are, right? <laughs> We're going to use an example. You know how like when a woman comes at you the wrong way, right? Let's just say y'all chilling, y'all hanging out. Ain't nothing going on, right? Just just silence for a few minutes and this woman comes out of the blue and be like, so we're just not going to do nothing? Now, fellas, <laughs> if, you take, if you do this the wrong way, y'all going to get into a whole 10, 15 minute argument. She might try to go below the waist. Next thing you know, she leaves. Next thing you know, she blocks you. Next thing you know, y'all don't talk for a couple of days. Next thing you know, a good thing done went bad real quick. All right. So the point here is not for you to argue with her, not even logically. You're supposed to understand her emotionally. So when it concerns the basis of her lashing out, so we're just not going to do anything. We're just not going to watch nothing. We're just going to sit here. This is how you control the situation. So you say, what do you mean? Ask questions always, sincerely and genuinely. What do you mean? She will say, well, we're just sitting here all day or we, we ain't really talking about nothing. We ain't really doing nothing. We ain't really watching nothing. We're supposed to be watching this. I understand. I hear you. So how about this? How about I turn on the TV? Or how about I get on Netflix or Hulu or whatever type of platform that y'all want to watch something. How about we get on this platform and how about we get on Netflix and we watch this show because I know this is your favorite show. So how about we watch a couple of these shows when we run it through, all right? And how about I go, I go in the kitchen, I make us something to eat and, and you can start up the show. Okay. And you can resolve that situation within 30 seconds tops. 30 seconds tops. Like... It's really that easy and that's just how that's just how women are <laughs> that's just how some women are most women even you know when it concerns the basis some women they they claim that they're so emotionally intelligent emotionally mature and yet they just cannot critique themselves or express themselves emotionally in a, in a mature manner women some women they express themselves like children because most women, they're emotional, right? So they go based off of how they feel in the moment. So because they feel disrespected or because they feel like they're being neglected or, or they're not receiving enough attention, they'll lash out. You know how like children need a lot of attention? 
women need a lot of attention as well. You know how like sometimes you're playing your game and she might be trying to talk to you and you responding to her. You saying all the right stuff, you communicating, you're not trying to like, what, can you repeat that again? Like you're going back and forth, right? All of a sudden, she's like, you know what, never mind. Because obviously the game is more important than what I'm saying. You ever went through a situation like that? <laughs> so you have to meet her halfway. You have to compromise. And I'm not saying to compromise in terms of bending, right? Nobody's saying for you to compromise in terms of you pampering to her or catering to her emotions and stuff like that. But understand that men and women are different. Men and women communicate in different ways. And so women typically respond and, and talk in an emotional manner and men typically respond and talk in a logical manner. So when you're concerning the basis of men talking in an emotional way, thinking in an emotional and rational way, you have to try and get her to think in a, in a rational and a logical way, but in an emotional manner. Do you get what I'm saying? Meaning that you have to get her to think logically, emotionally. You have to talk and speak her language for her to understand that she might be out of pocket emotionally. That it's not rational for you to lash out. It's not rational for you to try and come at my neck or come at me sideways or for her to speak in certain ways that really won't get what she wants, right? Now, this is, this is not for every case. Some women are just completely out of pocket and those are the type of women that you just shouldn't deal with altogether, right? But when it concerns the basis of women, some women, they, they, they get so emotional and, and it gets to a point where they feel like they're not receiving enough attention. Fellas, you know this when you go on, on, on FaceTime. Excuse me. Fellas, you know this when you go on FaceTime with a girl and you're going back and forth with the girl. Next thing you know, you get on social media just to scroll down for a little bit. Or maybe you're watching TV for a little bit, right? Women hate to be on pause. I cannot stress that enough. I, I think I need to, I need, I need y'all to understand. Fellas, we, we have an issue. <laughs> but it's not, it's not that it's an issue for us. It's an issue for women. They don't like when we don't give them the attention that we need to give them, right? Some of us, we don't care. And I can agree with you on that. That doesn't go through their head the right way, all right? <laughs> so I need you to understand that women need just as much attention as children in some cases, right? And it's, it's going to be very rare for you to come across a woman that doesn't want the same amount of attention as a child. Now, some women, they understand, even if they desire to have that attention, right? Because every woman is going to desire to have that attention. As much as they desire to have that attention from their man, they understand that he has duties. He has priorities. He has a job. He has a hobby. He has an occupation. He has to have a break. From the world play his games hang out with his homies hang out with his boys play basketball whatever the case may be and you have a good amount of good women out there 
who appreciate that boundary. They respect the boundary of that man and they will allow him to do what he must do to maintain his peace so that when he is done doing that, he will cater to her emotions, cater to her attention. Can't say that for everybody, but some a good amount of women out there, there are a good amount of black women out there who will cater and will also appreciate those boundaries. Show me enough attention. You don't be telling them. You know how women get, right? When women get to a to a when women get to a point where they feel like that you're not catering to their emotions enough or or whatever the case is, you don't text me back and you don't be watching the, Well why do you feel that way? Because every time that I try and start a conversation, you don't want to do again 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 again. You know, the usual nagging. There are certain ways to respond to these type of rhetorics that women have when they lash out, when they feel like that they're not receiving the attention that they deserve, right? It's kind of like on Sims where you, you have the, the Sims and if you don't have them associate or, or be social with too many people or a lot of people and they're just, you know, concealed in their household. All this type of stuff, right? Just lash out. Just go crazy. All that type of stuff, right? <laughs> That's what women would do. That's exactly and precisely what women would do. So what you got to do is you got to meet them halfway. All right? So when it concerns these, these women, well... You know, I'm just doing I'm just doing this and this right now. And I understand that, you know, you want to have a conversation. So let me do this in a couple of minutes and I'll get right back with you. Or maybe you're right there side by side with her, whether it's on FaceTime or whether it's together. And you're like, yo, I'm literally, literally, we just had a conversation 30 seconds ago. Right. And this could be a test. This could be a test to see how are you going to handle her when the real deal happens, when her emotions are just at its highest, right? When the floodgates of heaven are, are open. <laughs> so this might be a test and this might be just a way for her to see if you can truly handle her emotions. If you can not just like put her in her place per se, but are you able to direct and redirect a certain situation? Are you able to, you know, lock it down? You know, when there's pressure, she might be like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I, I see that. He didn't even get mad. He didn't even raise his voice. He didn't even lash out. He didn't even match my energy. It didn't even move him. She liked that. Now her poom poom wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are looking at a one-way ticket to Krispy Kreme, my brother. Yes, you are indeed. One way ticket, Krispy Kreme, all cream. Anyways, <laughs> right? When it concerns us fellas trying to compromise and trying to find a middle ground with a woman, it's the same way when it concerns levels of consciousness. Some people may not understand where I'm coming from when I talk about Baphomet, when I talk about the Luciferian doctrine where you are your own God, that a man cannot serve two masters, so he must become his own. Master thyself. Some people, they get to this level in this stage of consciousness, 
and yet now they are confronted with a lot of dark forces they're, they're confronted with a lot of dark and satanic symbols and stuff like that and they don't understand it and and so when somebody lashes out and like i can't really get with that or these symbols they kind of freak me out your first response shouldn't be to shame them your first response shouldn't be to condemn them to make them feel bad because they don't understand if anything that's going to push them away you have to meet them halfway ask questions ask what don't you understand what is it that you need more understanding about that I can help you and assist you with, right? As consciousness, you have to meet somebody halfway because if you don't meet them halfway, there's going to be a lot of dysfunction, a lot of confusion, a lot of arguments. And that's why you see in the conscious community, we haven't built this, this, this code of meeting people halfway and to learn to agree to disagree. But we let, we let petty differences get to the best of us. You see this with Sonetta, with, with Seti and, and Pharaoh and, and Polite and Tariq and Dr. Umar. You see a lot of comeback in the so-called conscious community. This is how you know that they're not really about it. <laughs> and no disrespect. This is no disrespect to Seti, Sonetta, Pharaoh, Dr. Umar, Tariq. Rashad, Jamal, whoever it may be, right? You're going to have people out here who are going to be having these so-called beefs with certain people out here in the so-called spiritual, conscious, woke, whatever you want to call it, community. And this is how you know that they're not really about it because if you're on a set of consciousness, you're not going to be going back and forth with people who just don't understand you. You're not going to be going back and forth with people who have it out for you because you're not on that level. I've been telling people all the time, I don't have beef with anybody. The last time I had beef was at Burger King, okay? I don't have beef with anybody. The last time that I had beef was at Burger King, okay? Nice Whopper combo, extra fries, what a Sprite, okay? Stop playing with me. So when it concerns the basis of you know, when, when somebody have it out for you, and I, I have a lot of people, <laughs> both known and unknown, who have it out for me. They make content on social media, and they talk about me on an everyday basis, on a weekly basis. Some people, they'll put comments in the comment section to, dress, to just try and get me off my core, right? To just try and, and get me off my throne. And I have to understand that I can either troll and laugh, or I can just ignore it and be about my business. Sometimes I troll. Other times I just ignore it. I might leave a little emoji. I might be like, oh Lord. I might put the blind emoji, you know what I'm saying, with the blind man walking and keep it moving. Sometimes I might pin it because like if you really want the attention, you got the attention, right? And you're gonna see some people in my comment section who are gonna argue with you, who are going to put you in your place. Some people they have the time of day for that. Me personally, I'm just no longer on that level, right? And so I've received this, this level of understanding. A couple, Some people, they might know me from way long time ago where I used to go back and forth with people back in 2018. I had fallouts in 2019, all that type of stuff. I ain't on that drive no more. I ain't on that drive no more. Okay, you either understand where I'm coming from or you don't. You either on my feet on my team or you not it is what it is 
I'm not here to argue, keep going back and forth, and all this other type of stuff. It just is what it is. Well, I think I've been out here for long enough. I think this was a great video. I think this was a great podcast episode. You can let me know in the comment section below. What's your favorite part about this podcast conversation? Let me know in the comment section below. It is three, two, one. All right, three, two, one, one, two, three. You know, we, vibrations, frequency, as some of y'all like to call it. I think I dealt with everything. Yeah, I think we dealt with everything in this podcast episode. I think we really hit the cord on the nail with a lot of these conversations. And I feel like that this podcast was very informative and very um, well in depth for a lot of people in terms of the basis of just all different levels of consciousness and spirituality. You know, if you're, if you're one of those people who are like Israelite or Christian or a Jew or, you know, Christian Israelite or Hebrew or Buddhist, whatever the case is, and you can still understand where I'm coming from and, and you respect my grounds and you respect my belief system, let me know in the comment section below. All right. Let me know on the poll on Spotify if you listen to this through Spotify. But, you know, I know I make, I crack jokes a little bit with Christians on, on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram at the Omnius Rome, I crack jokes at the Christians because I, I was raised up in the Christian church. I crack jokes at the Hebrew Israelites because I used to be an Israelite. <laughs> I crack jokes, you know, and there's some truth to it at the same time. But, you know, I have tough skin as well when people are trying to come at me for my satanic, Luciferian beliefs and whatever the case is like that. You know, even though that's not just what, you know, I subscribe to. But it is what it is. A lot of us, we have to have some tough skin. We can laugh about it and we can move on, you know. But there's different levels to this, you know. But like... Subscribe, comment, let me know how you feel about it. Share this podcast with other people, all right? And before you go, check out these other videos. And we out.